Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Today on KWTX at 4, athletes from around the world prepare for this year's Ironman Waco. How you can help as a volunteer in the big event. And Breast Cancer Awareness Month starts in just a few days. I'll tell you how you can get a free mammogram. And as the month of September wraps up, we're sharing the advantages of Christmas shopping and doing that early. KWTX at 4 starts now. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Justin Early here with Lauren Westbrook and meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. And only a few days left until the end of September and the end of the fiscal year on some financial calendars. And you're probably hearing a lot about the potential government shutdown. So let's go ahead and get to that in our daily report. So a government shutdown is looking more and more likely with no spending plan approved by lawmakers and the October 1st deadline fast approaching. And that has the potential to impact Americans in a lot of different kinds of ways. We'll be diving into those each day here on KWTX at 4 throughout the week so you can prepare and make other arrangements if it's possible to do so. Today we're talking about travel. So here's what we all want to know. Uh, in fact, experts say if you have plans to fly anywhere in October or beyond, be prepared to face some delays as long as the shutdown persists. Workers with the Transportation Security Administration are considered essential personnel. That means they could be forced to work without pay. And if you think back to the shutdown back in 2018, 2019, back then, hundreds of TSA workers at that point, they called in sick. And so with limited staff, that's more work on the agents who are there, and that means delays. And if you're traveling internationally, some passport facilities could close according to the most recent guidance from the State Department. So, you know, that's never good news, but it's always going to prepare. I think that for us, what it really means if we're traveling is to get there really a lot earlier to go through security because security generally pretty much a breeze, uh, you know, compared to how it's been in the past. And this can make it kind of nuts. So you've got to be real, you know, get there early. And, and a little for, more patience. And a little more patience. <laughs> and yeah, just a lot more time ahead. And kindness and for kindness. people you're dealing with. Yes. I mean, I would think too about what these workers are going through. I mean, they're having to work there with no paycheck. That's pretty rough. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, we have to kind of take that consideration for them and be really sweet and know that they're dealing with that. As for places to travel, it's not clear if national parks will close. It's happened in the past. It has we know, happened in the past, um, yeah. What would definitely close, and this is according to the most recent guidance from the National Archives and Records Administration, it would be the National Zoo that would close all Smithsonian museums and some presidential libraries. Now, the zoo animals would still be cared for, but mm -hmm. if you're making a trip to D.C. and you have that planned in October, you know, you might reconsider. I mean, I, there's still you know, things to see, but... I actually recently listened to a podcast, I'm that podcast person, about a couple <laughs> that scheduled their wedding at one of the presidential monuments mm -hmm. during the last shutdown. Oh, really? Oh, so, so what did you do? Yeah, exactly. So if you're planning anything that involves a national park, 
had to, to had to move that around real quick, didn't they? Yeah. Did they have to move things around? Like yes. Okay. They ended up being influential with their wedding, I guess, and they they got something done. I don't okay. know, but <laughs> it was an interesting story. Yeah, it, is. it impacts a lot of people in a lot of ways. But again, we'll look at all those this week. Now to number two in our daily four. All right, this is about Amazon having a monopoly here. The federal government and 17 states are suing Amazon in a landmark monopoly case. It reflects years of allegations that the e-commerce giant abused its economic dominance and harmed fair competition. The lawsuit by the Federal Trade Commission and 17 attorneys generals marks the government's sharpest attack yet against Amazon. The complaint alleges Amazon unfairly promotes its own platform and services at the expense of third-party sellers who rely on the e-commerce platform for distribution. For example, the T uh, uh, FTC says Amazon has harmed competition by requiring sellers on its platform to buy Amazon's in-house logistic services to get their best seller benefits. Those benefits are known as prime eligibility. Amazon pushed back against the FTC's accusation, saying that the agency has departed from its mission in protecting consumers and competition. Uh, I know a lot of people shop on uh, Amazon, and yeah. uh, the holidays are coming up, so a lot of shopping goes on there too. So, what do you do? You guys shop Amazon? What do you think about this platform? And I see the the Prime exclusive mm -hmm. all the time, the little blue thing mm -hmm. that shows up. Mm -hmm. I mainly do around the holidays or yeah. people's birthdays. Birthdays too. That's really the only time I use it. I mean, sometimes you can get things, at least they're guaranteed to get to you a little bit more quickly. And generally they're going to be in stock somewhere. And in such a vast network, you know, you see that somewhere in the world they're going to have this and they can get it to you by X date. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's, we're moving so much more to the online retail, you know, model. But they really do have a dominant force there. It's really dominant. So I don't know what they're, what they're going to do. It's interesting. And we'll find out. Yeah, we will. You know, I think a lot of uh, people, the like, like Walmart has done something where they do the fast shipping. They're trying to sure. compete there. Um, but yeah, if you're searching for specific items, I do a lot of times see this is an Amazon Prime mm -hmm. uh, membership or what it was the. I right, the, I know what you're talking about. The, yeah, you pay the fee a month to year, and you get the yeah the prime membership deal. Yeah, or like this is exclusively from our warehouse, and then you scroll down a little bit further, and then you can see other people who are selling it. Mm. Sometimes the prices are a little bit cheaper, sometimes they're a little bit more expensive, but that you don't really even see those options until you're scrolling and finding those. So if you want to do Prime, which is typically how you fast shop, you, you probably click one of the first few, and then they have that monopoly on the first few. We'll keep an eye on that and see what happens. That Camille is a good shopper. She yeah, gives you me are. tips. Oh, great, no, I don't know about that. She, you give me good <laughs> tips, Camille. Yeah. On to number three in our daily four. We talked about this. We've been talking about Taylor, but the internet was definitely freaking out yesterday watching Taylor Swift cheer on Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, and this was Sunday's footage. Neither one of them has confirmed or denied their dating, but Travis Kelsey is certainly benefiting from the Swifty effect. Since Sunday's game, Kelsey's jersey saw a near 400% spike in sales, putting him in the top five selling NFL players across Fanatics websites. If that wasn't enough, he also has 300,000 new Instagram followers. So you're welcome, Travis, from the Swifties. Yeah. That's going to be growing. Yeah. Too. Uh, you know, just amazing that that effect that, that she has. In addition to following Travis Kelsey on Instagram, Taylor Swift fans are gearing up for that 
uh, Eras Tour, the concert film coming to movie theaters October 13th. Some of us sitting in here right now in this room have tickets already. And just today it was revealed that the film is also going to be hitting cinemas globally in more than 100 countries the same day as that domestic launch here in the U.S. Yeah, the historic Beltonian Theater in Belton, by the way, is one of the theaters showing the Eras Tour, and it's taking it one step further. The Beltonian plans on having a photo booth, a friendship bracelet making area. I think that's so cute for fans. You could bring your daughter to commemorate their trip or your son. You can buy tickets now at the Beltonian Theater. Com. I said your daughter immediately, but I mean, bring whoever. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that the, the friendship bracelets are back. And when I was yes. a kid in the 80s, those were a thing. Those were a big thing. Maybe yeah. they never went away, but they were big back then. And so it's nice to see. It's it's a, just a good little token of friendship, and that's a thing. It, it, Did y'all used to make them? I would yeah, go to the. Break, I would go to Michaels and, and get the string. Yes, yes, I did that exactly. for sure, and right. I would give them to my that's friends. So I think black it's and really yellow great. for Batman. Those were the colors. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Justin. Yeah, those are the colors. So yeah. more, now we know what new Christmas ideas. Let's look at number four now in our daily four. And if you're a fan of the Shrek film series, and who isn't, you already know. Ogres are like onions. They have many layers. But did you know <laughs> that Shrek is getting into the vacation rental business? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it sounds fun. Look at this. Look at this. Airbnb offering a one-of-a-kind stay for all the ogre lovers out there. For fans of the Shrek films, Airbnb is offering a two-night stay in Shrek's mud-laden, moss-covered, murky-watered swamp located in the Scottish Highlands. Of course, we know Shrek with his accent is notoriously Scottish. They say this comes complete with a waffle breakfast, courtesy of Donkey, as well as a donkey. parfait. Donkey. <laughs> parfait. And this one is a little uh, divisive. Relaxation by earwax candlelight. <laughs> Gross. The swampy vacay spot will open up for booking October 13th for up to three guests October 27th through 29th. And Airbnb notes the bathroom is located 20 meters from the main living area in a standalone facility. Like the movie. Or just like the movie, exactly. And the listing says Shrek Swamp is a haven fit for a solitude seeking ogre. Uh, beware of the ogre. That's going to be fun for somebody. Oh I mean, you've got to take your kids. It has yes. to be, yeah. But they have to be prepared to go outside to go to the bathroom. It's just the way, <laughs> the way I've been to Scotland one world. time and it was beautiful too and the people are so nice. So there oh, you go. I wonder yeah. if you wear in the Highlands mm -hmm. and maybe if you've been to that location. Maybe you trip back. So the Ironman Triathlon in Waco, it wouldn't be possible without its thousands of volunteers. Definitely not. From those who help keep the athletes and spectators safe to those who help remove the wetsuits, it takes a village to put on this race. It gets really personal out there. Uh, yeah, and Diane yeah. Graham, she's the volunteer director for Ironman Waco. That's a lot of people to work with. She's joining us now to talk about the different volunteer opportunities available. And thank you, Diane, for being here. Oh, at, thank you for having me. I know yeah, welcome back. Preparations are, are, are underway right now. It's less than three weeks, right? Absolutely, 18 days. How are the preparations going? Oh, it's going very well. We had our last captain's meeting last night before the big event. So uh, went through captain every category we have, and they're all like, yeah, we're ready, we're ready, we're ready. Let's go, let's go. How yes, many volunteers well. do you currently have signed up? So we have between 900 and 1,000 signed up. We need about 500 more. It takes that much, you it guys. Takes, yes. Wow. I mean, yes. just the sheer amount of people just to be volunteering, helping the athletes. The yes. fact that you have 900 and you need 500 more. Yes. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's incredible. What are the different areas in which they can volunteer? Because there are lots of different types of needs. There are, and we say we have something for everyone. Mm -hmm. And last year we had little boys from Gator football who are like nine to 10 years <laughs> old. And then we had grandmas who are like 75 and 80 years old doing mm -hmm. jobs. So when I say 
say it takes everybody. It really does take everybody in all sorts of energy. Those kids have energy handing out waters and Gatorades and that sort of thing. But yet those older women can help register athletes and they can work the iPads and they can give out t-shirts and they can give out backpacks. So it really is a little of everything for everybody. Uh, you know, swimmers coming out of the water, and we have a lot of Baylor students that were helping pull these swimmers out of the water when they came out. Um, so it, there's so many jobs. When you think of swim, bike, run, it takes a lot of different people to register athletes, and then all the way through the triathlon, whatever they do. So there's just a lot of different jobs. There's a lot of things they do. Mentally, it means a lot, too, to just have a smiling face when you're going through this race to have a, a smiling face there for you even if you can't physically do much absolutely one of the captains brought up last night she said i want to help teach the run stations how to do this because it's not just about giving out stuff it's about cheering them on yeah. and telling them come on let's go you can do this keep doing this and i said absolutely we need to keep that in our training is just cheering them on and telling them come on you can finish this race we know the sense of community you get from this event is is truly amazing I mean, you really do feel like you're part of something major because you are. It's happening Sunday, October the 15th, and people should know signing up to volunteer doesn't mean that you're going to be busy the entire time, look all weekend long. So can you share us how you're splitting up the tasks throughout the weekend? Yes, yeah, so we have jobs, and when, within those jobs, we have shifts. So people can choose if they want to work a two-hour shift, a three-hour shift, a four-hour shift. They can work all day if they want to work all day, and we have people that do that. But if you just want to come in and work for two or three hours, we have shifts that are two or three hours, and then you can go home and be, and be done. You can work a little bit on Friday or a little bit Saturday, or you can say, I'm done, and be done and go home. So it's whatever you choose to do. Support us however you want to. And you're supporting the athletes, but also getting something back. What do you get as a volunteer? Yeah. as a reward. Yes, yeah, so this. everybody gets a free t-shirt, of course. It says volunteer on it. And I just found out today, Iron Man puts a big merchandise tent up where you can buy everything Iron Man. From now until the end of the year, so that includes our race, everybody gets 10% off all the merchandise in that Iron Man tent, which is a big deal because they sell some really nice stuff in there. And of course, we have volunteer food all day long, free food, pizza, burritos. We keep you hydrated, so all sorts of drinks all day long. Um, w for the volunteers specifically. When you said pizza and burritos, I think you just perked up a lot of ears. <laughs> they have nothing else. They have nothing else. There's food. Um, can you walk us through the process of how you sign up to, to volunteer? Yes, yeah, so we have a QR code, which I think you're showing on your screen, that you can mm -hmm. just scan that code and takes you right to the volunteer portal. Um, also, if you go to Ironman uh, 70.3 Waco, and there's a big box there that says volunteer. You can click on that as well. It's real easy. You just fill out a little volunteer uh, resume about yourself, and it'll show up all the jobs by day and by shift. And you just click the jobs that you want to do, and then you'll get an email telling you everything about that job, where to go to, where to park, what to wear, what to bring. And that's really fun as a group. Groups can volunteer and have in the past to yes. get out there together. So you're cheering people on. You're helping the athletes as an office or a friend group. And Ironman has a grant program that they can give to nonprofit groups as well. So if you have a nonprofit group and you're interested in submitting a form to get a grant, nonprofit groups can apply for grants. And we give out grants based on how many man hours you work, 
um, how difficult the job is because you know everybody likes to cheer you on at the finish line but we also have a big job that we yeah. are really good about recycling mm -hmm. and making sure we leave the Indian Spring Park and everywhere cleaner than we found it so we're big on that and recycling is not a fun job so you get a lot more points recycling yeah. than you do cheering on everyone at the finish line I bet you've seen since this has been going on families come and it's amazing uh, when you see kids grow up so quickly, but you you know year after year, probably see the same families coming. These kids get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's kind of a part of their life. You know, it's tradition to be to do that as a family. So, what a great thing to do with your entire Absolutely. entire troop. Yeah. And Nancy talked about the Iron Kids race yeah, yesterday, right. and the Iron Kids on Saturday morning, and we still have um, jobs available mm -hmm. for Saturday morning. The people come and watch those kids, and we still have you know people that are going to be registering and everything going on over here while the kids are racing over here yeah. so you can sign up for a job over here and just jump over and watch the kids for a while and then jump back and do your other job the as well. The mascot race. I mean there's there, going to so be so many be so fun, fun events. Yes, Plenty so of ways you can get involved with your community here in Central yes. Texas. We really appreciate you coming back and sharing the love and yeah. hope it's a huge success and you get 500 more volunteers. Yes, I'm sure we will. Yeah. I'm sure we will. And you personally give a lot and do a lot, so we appreciate what you do for the community and for all these racers. So thank, ah, you. thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate being here. Right. Thank you very much. Breast Cancer Awareness Month kicks off in just a few days, and Baylor Scott and White teaming up now with Bird Cauldron Ford to offer free mammograms. Here to tell us about that event as well as how you can get a life-saving screening is Michelle Wilson from Baylor Scott and White Hillcrest here next to me, and then she with the Breast Center, also Claire Colgin McDonald, president of Bird Colgin Ford. So we know the reason to emphasize why it is so important to highlight this disease. Yeah, because one in eight women are gonna get diagnosed in their lifetime. So highlighting the disease isn't that important. <laughs> Yeah, and you know when we talk about um, the breast cancer prevention, there are some things women can do to stay vigilant, and we hear that word a lot, vigilant. But that's just staying on top of it. Essentially, what should they be doing? Um, getting those yearly mammograms after the age of 40. So we still recommend a baseline at the age of 35, and then every year after the age of 40. And the reason that's so important is so that we catch it at its earliest stage. So every, every year, every, every year, year. yeah. And self-exempt as well, I'm sure, would be advised. Absolutely. Um, for for the last three years, we know Burkholder Ford has. Has, um, helped to make sure women across Central Texas get the mammograms they need. So tell us about this free mammogram program. What's that all about? Yeah, the dealership has a long history of just kind of being involved in breast cancer and breast cancer research. And about three and a half years ago, we were trying to figure out what the needs of our community were. And so we gave them a call and they said, we need help with mammograms. So we talked about what that could look like. And they asked us to help uh, pitch in and cover the cost for women that can't afford it. So we've been doing that. It's our third year and we're excited to be a part of it. How's the reaction and response been to that? It has to be fantastic. Absolutely, the women are just overjoyed when they call and they're like, I don't have to pay anything. And I'm like, no, nothing. Thank Bird Colgin Ford, and they do. They're so grateful, so grateful. Life-saving information they could potentially get out of that for sure. Absolutely. Um, you know that uh, we want to tell people, ask people what inspired you to want to be a part of this program and give away these mammograms. Uh, I'm lucky. Uh, we have a family legacy of supporting the community. My great-grandfather was involved in healthcare in Waco. And then my grandfather and dad, it's just a kind of the dealerships always been involved in supporting healthcare needs of our community. And Ford and Bird Culture Ford particularly have always had a, a little niche with uh, breast cancer support. And then being a female car dealer is a little unusual. So, I, you know, I, I guess just it's really neat to be involved in a, a typically more female oriented cause, but also it's more about just Waco and healthcare and another neat way we can support that for our community where we, you know, this is our home. Who does qualify for these? 
any woman that does not have health insurance. Okay. And that's the nice part is that, you know, some women fall into that gap of care where they may make too much to get some sort of assistance and luckily with the program that Claire's providing, it's just as long as you don't have insurance. Uh, you know, a lot of women may be intimidated by the idea of getting a mammogram, yeah. um, but we always hear it's never as bad as you think, not nearly. Yeah. Uh, can you walk us through the process for those who maybe are a little uncomfortable with the idea to let them know kind of what it's like? Well, that is the exact thing we hear when a woman gets done with her first mammogram is, well, that wasn't bad at all. So it's not scary, unless your breasts are just extremely tender to the touch. It's not painful. It's very quick. Women are usually in and out of our breast center in 20 minutes. It's four simple pictures. We do two from the top, two from the side, just general compression and you're in and out. Yeah. For and a year, for a whole year. For a year. <laughs> the and 20 minutes. Results generally, how long do those take to get? Um, if they are part of our email results, they get results usually within about 30 minutes to an hour Quick. of leaving. Yes. It's very That's fast. Cool. If they get the standard mail like in the letter, then it can take a few more days. But if we ever need anything else, we're going to call that woman typically within 24 hours. We're not going to send a letter in the mail or an email. We're going to make personal contact. How can people sign up for these free mammograms? What should they do? They can call the breast center mm -hmm. and set it up then. They can, um, I don't think you can do this one online, but there is a QR code that I think that y'all were going to mention too yes. that you can use the QR code. But the breast center can be reached at 254-202-4220 and just let them know that you heard about the Bird Colgen Ford grant and wanted to see about getting scheduled. For all of the women in our lives, we, we thank you, you know, as men. And of course, men are, can get breast cancer as well, Absolutely. we know. So we've got to stay on top of that too. So thank you for what you're doing. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you all very right. much. We'll be right back. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.